Welcome to the Gathered Truths Podcast. My name is Jen Yaki. Join me as we create this sacred container for discovery and healing. A place where you are invited to safely inquire, contemplate, and explore the paths of wellness, awareness, and truth. Together we will listen, breathe, learn, and grow so that we can show up for ourselves, our families, and our communities. Welcome to Gathered Truths. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number three of the Gathered Truths podcast. Before we dive into this week's topic, I thought I would just mention that um, if you would like to get in touch with me regarding a question that you might have or a topic idea, you can do so at jenyaki.com and just click the contact or connect button and you can send me an email. So, um, today, as I was getting ready for this podcast, I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today. And, uh, truth be told, this is like take number seven. And if you could see me right now, I am in a closet in my house. (laughs) Oh, and today it is 118 degrees in the desert, and it feels like it might be um, at least that here in this closet. And in order to have proper sound, the air condition has to be off and no fan can be on. So this might be super quick today. <laughs> So recently, um, well, not just recently, I mean, on a regular basis, there is change happening and, um, I am involved in a group, um, that meets on a weekly basis and that group has had, um, a severe shakeup, like a really big shakeup and, and not our group per se, but the larger entity. And so that larger entity has fractured and to two different uh, groups. And we had to make a decision uh, which way we were going to go and what we were going to do and how we were going to uh, move forward. And um, it's not that this came as a surprise. Um, there has been some, um, emails and, and awareness that this was going to happen, but then it kind of happened fast and it happened in a way that we weren't expecting. And then here we were. And this along with change that happens 
in our lives. So even positive change, right? So marriage, which is a, um, you know, a, a big event in our lives, um, it causes some, can cause some stress because there is a change and there's a change perhaps in living arrangements or a change in zip code. Um, when we change our jobs, when our kids change schools, when they move out of the house. So change is constant, that is for sure. But sometimes I, I can't speak for you, I don't navigate change uh, real well. And it seems to be my default to get rigid, um, get locked down. Somebody described me as, you look a little locked down. (laughs) And I was like, that's a really great description because that's how I feel. I feel very like stressed out about all of this. And the stress wasn't necessarily coming from the decisions that had to be made, but the fact that I was going to be part of that decision and I wasn't really sure that I wanted that responsibility, if I were to be honest, um, I was probably taking on more um, than was mine to take on. I tend to do that too. And so maybe this resonates with you. Maybe there is change afoot in your life. Maybe there is change that needs to happen, but you have resisted that change because of all of the things that I just mentioned. And I love this quote by Joseph Campbell, and it goes like this. If you are falling, dive We're in a free fall into future. We don't know where we're going. Things are changing fast. And always when you're going through a long tunnel, anxiety comes along. And all you have to do to transform your hell into a paradise is to turn your fall into a voluntary act. I love that. Turn your fall into a voluntary act. It's a very interesting shift of perspective, and that's all it is. Joyful participation in the sorrows, and everything changes. So, I I just love that so much, you know, when instead of resisting, just going with. I've never been a real big fan of that saying, water off a duck's back. I don't really know why. Um... I guess to me that sounds like, oh, I don't care. There's ambivalence. It just washes over me. It's no big deal. And I think that with this quote by Joseph Campbell, or at least this is my interpretation of it, is that this change, this thing that's happening, it's going to happen anyway. So in the instance of this group fracturing, it had happened. It was not going to go back to the old. This was our, our, uh, our new normal. And so we um, actually had a meditation um, prior to the decision making. And really what I kept saying to myself was, I don't have to do anything about this right now. I can just let this be. 
And I just kept repeating that. And I just felt a softening in my whole self. Like, this is not mine to take on. Um, and whatever happens is already happening. And if I just allow myself to free fall a little bit, to allow myself voluntarily to just be in it rather than push against it, um, it was much more pleasant. And then what happened was I had this realization that I personally had a way that I wanted this all to resolve, but I was not in a position to say that. My job was just to be an observer and to present the information. And then the the group decided, and I was just one voice in a voice of many. Um, and, and it all ended up, in this case, um, in the way that I would have liked it to. And I think that you know, when I think back about change and resistance and voluntarily falling and just going with, I think of how many times I thought I knew what I wanted and what I needed, and that wasn't actually the case. So maybe I wanted something and it turned out differently than what I wanted, but that the way that it did turn out was actually way better. And sometimes I just get so much in my own way. And it's not necessarily beneficial. And so I remember um, when I first uh, had this awareness that there was a lot of drama in my life and there were always upheavals, upheavals in relationships, mostly is what I'm talking about, um, intimate relationships, but there were all these upheavals. And I remember um, going to visit my parents and they live on the coast and the water always brings me so much peace and clarity. And I remember sitting on the beach and having this epiphany of, oh my gosh, the common denominator in all of this drama is me. And that was not a fun awareness. And I remember going back to the house and telling my mom, um, because she was asking me about this latest drama that was happening in my life. And I said, you know what the problem is? The problem is me. I am the common denominator in all of these problems in all of this drama. And that it doesn't matter where I go and who I'm with, I'm still with me. And I'm not going to tell you that that was a huge turning point for me. And then my life changed dramatically. And there was no more drama because I think it was another two or three years before I finally decided to do something about that. But ever since then, when I find that I get into a pattern of reacting 
to what is happening around me. And then I get that same physical stress. I can feel my shoulders taking up residence near my ears. My jaw is clenching. I wake up in the morning and my jaw hurts. I can hardly open up my mouth because I had been clenching my teeth so hard. Um, that is normally an indication that I need to make a shift, a change, or at least an observance of how I am perceiving, relating, um, what lens I am looking through. And just like a long time ago when I was having this epiphany that I was the common denominator in the drama in my life. I don't always do something about it. And I say this to you because sometimes when we go digging around and exploring um, ourselves and our behaviors and patterns, we have realizations and they are unpleasant. Like, wow, I have stayed in this marriage way too long and I have stayed in it for the wrong reasons. Um, or I really torched that relationship for no reason at all. Or, wow, I have just been telling myself this story over and over and over again and it's not even true. I don't even believe that. And when we have these epiphanies, when we have created space to inquire, taking that next step is, is scary. Like, wow, now what do I do? And sometimes we don't even know what to do. I know for myself, when I'm talking about the organization that fractured, I had other people around me that were in the same boat. I had thousands of people in the same organization going through the same thing in a Facebook group that I could go to. But sometimes when we are in these internal battles, these internal changes, it's happening when we're by ourselves, like when I was on the beach. And I'm thinking, well, now that I have this awareness, how the heck do I change that? How do I, at 40 years old, change that pattern? How does that going to work? And as I said, I think I was actually like 37 or 36. It took me another couple of years to finally get sick and tired of my own BS and truly sick and tired of the drama to finally reach out. So when I started inquiring and being honest with a therapist, like, I think I'm causing these problems after telling her for five or six years that it was everybody else that was the problem. When I finally got honest, then she was able to give me some tools and some places to go and people to talk to. But I think that there is kind of a framework or 
a staircase that we have to climb in order to get to the place that we want to change. And then we have to negotiate our fears and our being apprehensive around that change. Because the truth is, for most of us, we have no idea what is on the other side. And I think that that scares me and scares a lot of people. And that's why change doesn't get made sometimes is because we are more comfortable with the yucky familiarity rather than the unknown. I'll just sit with that for a moment. How many times has that happened in your life where you just would rather not make the change because even though it's really yucky where you are, at least you know the level of yuckiness that it is. I have certainly been there. I have certainly stayed in a lot of things, relationships, jobs, destructive patterns. Sometimes it was because I didn't know that I was, but when I finally had the awareness, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't willing at the time to make the effort because I was afraid. I was afraid of what was on the other side. And one thing that I can tell you, and you probably already know yourself, is that however old you are, whether you're 16, 18, 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, you have survived a lot. You have survived a lot. So even if you're in the middle of it right now, you have survived many more things. And whatever it is right now, you will survive this. You just will. So maybe we can have a meditation on that today. What do you think? So just come to an easy seat. And again, that's just sitting. And your hands can be in your lap. Just someplace comfortable where you're not holding any stress in your shoulders, in your neck, in your jaw. And you can close your eyes or not. It is not required. And if you're like me, when I start doing these inquiries and asking questions, I get very anxious. My body feels hot. I can feel my heart racing. I can feel a lump in my throat. And so if you're feeling any of those things right now, because you have pretended not to know something that you know, it's okay. I'm just taking some big breaths here. I also know that when I 
do internal inquiry, I hold my breath a lot. Like I'm bracing myself for something terrible to happen. Even though nothing ever does. So as you are sitting here, noticing your breath, noticing where it is at the moment, also take a moment to notice where your feet are. Maybe you are sitting in a chair and your feet are touching the floor or some part of the chair. Or maybe you're sitting on the floor and your feet are touching the rug or the tile. But just notice your body. Notice that you are sitting. And then notice any sounds that are around you. You can hear my voice. Maybe there is a fan going, the air condition. Maybe the kids are playing in the other room. Maybe there's music on. But whatever it is, just notice all of the sounds. And remembering that present time awareness, mindfulness, is just noticing all of your sensory doors in the present moment without judgment or opinion. You're just witnessing. And bringing to mind a change that is currently happening. Maybe something that has happened in the recent past. Perhaps a change that you see on the horizon. And notice if you feel resistance to that change. Notice if you have thoughts, opinions about the change. Notice where you feel that in your body. Is it a pit in your stomach? Is that where stress and anxiety live? Perhaps this change you are excited about. And where does that excitement live? In the heart space? Or also in the belly? How would you feel? What would your reactions be? What would it look like? 
if instead of resisting the change, fighting against it, being angry about it, what would happen if you just went with it? Not because you were acquiescing, giving up, but because you just wanted to do the opposite of what you normally do. Or that you have the realization that this thing is happening anyway. What would happen if you just watched it from a distance? Let it unfold the way that it's going to unfold. What if you just kept your hands out of it completely? What would that feel like? Is there ease? Is there more tension? And if you were to inquire a bit more, what are you afraid of? Noticing your breath. Noticing your body. And even though you've never been on the other side of this change, you have been on many other sides of change. And in your mind's eye, if you could dream up a potential outcome, a positive potential outcome, what would that look like? Who would be there? What are the surroundings? What are the sounds? How does it feel in your body to be on the other side of that change? And then placing your right hand on your heart center, your left hand on top of that. And repeating to yourself the following phrase. Right now, it's like this. Right now, 
it's like this. Right now, it's like this. And bringing your awareness back to the place that you're sitting. Bringing your hands back down to your lap. And blinking your eyelids open if they were closed. And before you move on with the rest of your day, wherever you are in that, maybe taking some time to journal Write down the change that has happened, the change that you're currently in the midst of, or one that you see happening on the horizon. You know that it's coming. And maybe you write a few things down about what you're currently fearful of. And then also, what would it look like on the other side, potentially? What are some options, some positive options of what it might look like? And then also, what would it feel like if you just let it be? If you went with rather than against? Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to episode number four. And until next time, may you be at peace, may you be at ease, and may you be free.